0: You're listening to First Up, TSN 1050, Aaron Korolnik and Carlo Koliakovo, the fourth hour of the the program, and we'll welcome in Charlie Romeliotis from NBC in Chicago in just a moment. But, Coco, I'm getting a text from a listener, Rob in Strathroy. Hey, Aaron, if the Leafs are minus 520 favorites tonight against the Blackhawks, what will the line be when they meet again on Sunday if they acquire Patrick Kane before the game? hmm probably wouldn't change too much but it would add a lot of intrigue to that game again at least play the blackhawks tonight they'll play them again in chicago on sunday and our man charlie remeliotis from nbc in chicago i don't know if he's in toronto today he will certainly be at the game on sunday what's going on charlie how are you
1: what's going on could you imagine the storyline patrick Kane's first game in Chicago is with Toronto. I mean, that'd be, that'd be nuts.
0: Yes. And, you know, we're, we're always looking for content here, as I'm sure you are, Charlie. Although I imagine there's no shortage for you as someone who covers the Blackhawks on the day-to-day, all the trade rumors. Now they're really heating up with Patrick Kane. I mean, what is your read on the situation with Kane in two and a half weeks leading up
2: to the deadline? And do you think there is a possible connection between him and the Maple Leafs?
1: Yeah, it's funny. We've been basically peppering Jonathan Tays and Patrick Kane since January about what they're going to do ahead of the March third trade deadline, and every time we talk to them, it's we're not at that point yet of making a decision. And and then we talked to to Kane on Friday, and he said, you know, within the next ten days or so, uh, you know, I'm going to make a decision. So it feels like we're re- we're getting really close to crunch time where they're going to actually have to make a decision on what they want to do. Um, my read on the situation, I, I think. Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze. I think they really, really wanted to uh, finish their careers in Chicago and obviously be lifelong Blackhawks, but I'm not sure if they see the writing on the wall right now and, and seeing how long this rebuild might actually take, uh, especially if they don't win the draft lottery and don't get Conor Bedard, who can potentially speed up that process. I think with, with Patrick specifically, you know, you obviously that we heard his Comments on the Vladimir Tarasenko trade to the Rangers. Like, where where's his head at right now? After seemingly his one of his top options are off the table. Like, are, is there any other options out there for him that's really really appealing to him that he would consider waiving his no movement clause? Because I just don't know if he's going to want to waive his no movement clause just to go anywhere. Right. Like, I, I really do think it has to be a good fit for himself for his family good hockey market and that's why you know i I think toronto does make sense from from his point of view i just don't know if it would be reciprocated and toronto would have as much interest in him just the way all the moving parts would have to happen to to kind of make it work
2: so you you do bring up an interesting predicament which is what we've spent all morning sort of dissecting um because of the maple leafs approach to this but it's, it's really hard to speak on behalf of somebody like Patrick Kane when, when really he hasn't come out and made his decision on it. When do you expect, as the Blackhawks in this situation, when do they expect or when do they could they hope that they could have a sit-down with both players and finally come to a decision so they can start scouring the market?
1: Yeah, so on Friday, Kane said he expects to make a decision in the next 10 days or so. So it feels like we're within the next... Five days, um, there should be some sort of decision, and and I wonder too how much of the Tarasenko trade to the Rangers has uh, maybe sped up the potential process in Kane's mind. Like, does he want to make a decision sooner than later so that he doesn't miss out on the possibility of of, of another team, team? Yeah. filling a void? Right. right. Yeah. So you know, I, I wonder how much that's going to play into it. But at the same time, then you know, then you're wondering. You know, even if the Rangers did want to trade for Kane, it would have had to be a deal that they made closer to the deadline just to kind of make the finances work. So I'm not sure if maybe that potentially needs to – or speeds up the process in Kane's mind. Uh, But, yeah, we're we're certainly getting close to crunch time where he's going to have to make a decision one way or another.
0: Our guest is Charlie Romeliotis, who covers the Chicago Blackhawks for NBC in Chicago. Tell us about Kane's health. There's been a lot of – discussions about the hip injury and how that's affecting his play. But at the same time, Charlie's playing like 21, 22 minutes every night. Do you think there's a link to the injury or is he just underperforming on a bad hockey team?
1: Yeah. So people in Chicago, we've known that he's been dealing with this for a while now. I mean, he even publicly said that he was dealing with some nagging injury prior to the Edmonton bubble, which was in 2020. So that was a good three years ago. And even before that, he said he was dealing with something. Now is when the nature of the injury has gone public. Um, prior to that, it was more speculation about what he might be dealing with. But the fact that it's now public that he's been dealing with a hip injury, I think is um, causing teams to be a little bit concerned when I'm not sure this is a new development, right? Like I think this is the, his low production is more of the supporting cast around him. And I think I even asked Kane this specifically on Friday, whether he feels this storyline is overblown and he's like, you know, I, I feel better than I did last year in some ways. And I don't want to say he hinted at, or like he, he basically hinted at the fact that he's not playing with Alex to bring it anymore. And the, the Blackhawks basically just stripped their roster down. And that's more indicative of why his numbers are, are low. But the fact that I don't believe that the hip injury is a significant storyline, at least if you want Kane as a rental, Now, if you're a team that is acquiring Kane with the possibility that you want to sign into an extension like that, I understand if you want to get a better read on what his medical outlook is. But I would have pretty little concern about Patrick Kane uh, as a potential rental. Like, I don't think that hip injury is bothering him as much as uh, any more than it was last year.
2: Charlie, we've heard how the approach of the team should be. We're waiting on Patrick Kane and Jonathan Tays to make the decision. How's the fans in Chicago's response been to this to these situations?
1: Yeah, I think when Kyle Davidson took over as the, the permanent general manager and he basically declared a rebuild, um, I think the fan base was kind of relieved in a way because they had basically spent the last several years it was basically a tug of war like one year they were rebuilding then the next year they were going forward and, and it was, they were just kind of pulled in a lot of different directions but so I think when Kyle came out and said we're rebuilding I think it was like okay now there's a sense of direction and it doesn't feel like the Blackhawks are going to deviate from that but now that we're within two and a half weeks of the trade deadline and it's becoming more real that Patrick Kane and Jonathan Tays could perhaps be playing their final games as Blackhawks it's kind of like You know, one of those things where you don't want to say goodbye, but you know it's coming, right? And so I think that's where, you know, the the fans are wrestling with. But I think a lot of it, the fact that we saw how good Connor Bedard was at the World Juniors, I think fans are realizing, okay, this is why the Blackhawks are rebuilding there, and there is a potential significant prize at the other end of it if the Blackhawks do get the first overall pick. So I think it's kind of the fan base trying to wrestle with the fact that they – Maybe you want Kane and Taves to still be here, but they also want Connor Bedard and, and Adam Fantilia or whichever one really changes the trajectory of the franchise. Like they want the best of both worlds, right? So I think it's going to be difficult as they wrestle with that the next few weeks, depending on what Kane and Taves decide.
0: Charlie Romeliotis is our guest from NBC in Chicago. So beyond Kane and Taves, let's talk about a couple of other guys who could very well be on the move before March 3rd. That is Jake McCabe, who does have some term left on his contract beyond this year, and Max Domi, who's had a really good year with the Blackhawks, almost a resurgence of sorts from Max, who was on a couple different teams the last few years, moving around a number of different spots. So what do you make of those two uh, individuals' play and, and how likely it is they're on the move before the deadline?
1: Yeah, I think Jake McCabe specifically has has been by far the steadiest defenseman on Chicago this year. Um, I know even as a, like going into the All Star break, I think he had like a plus two rating, um, or like the goal differential was plus two when he was on the ice at even strength, and when he wasn't on the ice, it was like minus fifty five. Like it was just ridiculous uh, the disparity, uh, but between when McCabe was on the ice and when the hot, or when he wasn't. So I think from that point of view, I think he would really be a, a solid top four piece. Um, and, and same with, uh, Max Domi. I think the one thing with Domi, obviously you're looking at his numbers and, and they're really strong, but he's been one of the, the best faceoff men in the league this year. And that's kind of added a new wrinkle to his game where if you're a Stanley Cup contender, not only are you getting Domi, the player, you know, what, what he, what he can do on the ice as far as a production standpoint, but you're also getting someone that, I mean, he's been taking some, some defensive zone draws, a, a lot of de- defensive zone draws for the Blackhawks. So I think that's a, an interesting wrinkle to his game as well the one thing I will say and it's probably contingent on Kane and Taze and what they decide but you can obviously retain up to three players salary like if Kane and Taze decide we're just going to take this into the summer and we're not going to you know we'll make a decision then then the it opens up the Blackhawks to potentially retain salary on a Jake McCabe or a Max Domi and then you're getting them at a really bargain deal Max Domi specifically if you chunk that in half it's a 1.5 million dollar cap it and for Jake McCabe, it's a $2 million cap it for, for this year, but also two more years. So I think that also would be pretty appealing for, for Stanley Cup contenders if they can get those guys at a discounted rate.
0: Charlie, we can't thank you enough for taking the time this morning. Again, it's the Leafs and the Blackhawks tonight. you also see the same matchup on Sunday. How did I do on the pronunciation of your last name, Romeli
1: Did I nail it? You, you absolutely nailed it. Yeah, hey, I'm actually really surprised. yes. Yeah. <laughs> I did
0: practice, I'm not going to lie. Early in the show, so we're doing our promotions, like, all right, coming up at 9.30, Charlie, and I looked at it, and I'm like, mm, it's not going to happen. <laughs> so we, t- I mean, we went to break. I did my, my research, my preparation, and I came back with Romeliotis, and I'm glad that uh, it came to, came to be, that we had you on the show. Uh, you were fantastic. Thank you for doing this, and, We'll see how uh, it goes over the next couple weeks because there will be a lot of intrigue around the team you cover, Charlie.
1: Yep, there will be. Thanks a lot for having me, guys. Enjoy it, it, pal. Enjoy it. Thanks, buddy.
0: Charlie Romeliotis, Blackhawks insider for NBC Chicago. Nice. I was looking for the reaffirmation, really, to make sure I was doing it properly.
2: So what I processed there was all this talk around Patrick Kane and you look at the schedule, how the Maple Leafs play the Blackhawks tonight at home in Toronto and then Sunday in Chicago. Do you find it curious the timeline that Patrick Kane has set on making his decision, knowing that in these next 10 days he's playing the team that is potentially (laughs) on his list twice to get a better look at them? Maybe it's not a coincidence. I mean, I don't know what type
0: of look Kane needs to get at the Leafs. I think it might be the other way around. More so, the Leafs either way looking at either Kane, way. Yeah, I mean, either well, no, not Leafs looking at Kane. Well, but the, the Leafs are going to be in the playoffs.
2: They're going to they're going to
0: they're going to. I know, but Kane, Kane is the, the guy teams. who needs
2: to make the decision, right? It's true. If he plays tonight and he looks over at this Maple Leafs team that has Austin Matthews back in the lineup and just completely dummies them and it says wow and he hears the you know the roar of the crowd and like can you imagine every time kane touches the puck tonight fans knowing that it's a potential spot yes. a landing spot for him they're giving him a standing, standing and own. cheering like i mean could that potentially push it past the finish line for 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 patrick kane i mean <laughs> i don't know like i just i find it ironic that you know in the time he's expecting to make his decision one of the teams he's potentially targeting he's playing twice Really fair point, but again, it is a two way
0: street, right? I mean, let's it say is. Kane does want to play in Toronto. We have no knowledge that the Toronto Maple Leafs want to bring Patrick Kane in. Totally it's agree. A comp- it's a complicated move with totally a salary salary. Agree. It cap probably to start. excites the fans more than it oh, does. Oh, the fan the fans will right? just be absolutely thrilled if Kane there'll be a segment of Least Nation like, why are we bring this guy in he's not the player he once was. Maybe he's injured. And then you'll have everybody else who are just like, oh, my God, Patrick Kane, Showtime, Conn Smythe winner, Patty <laughs> Kane, three Stanley Cups. It would be yeah. so much fun if, if Patrick Kane. Uh, probably, you know what happened today? Dubas will trade for, like, Barbashev, and people will be like, what the hell? Yeah. Although that would be a great move, too. Barbashev, a great player. 100 would be. It uh, would be a great fit, probably a better fit. I, again, I, I think going back to what we are talking about with Kane and the Leafs, it's like a fantasy hockey video game trade. How practical is it in reality? How much does it improve your team? I mean, it is Patrick Kane. <laughs> I mean, the guy's a surefire Hall of Famer. Scored ninety-two points last year, but I don't know. It, it's a it's a tough decision. I'm sure Dubis perked up when he heard all these rumblings yesterday. I was like, "Huh, interesting." But it, it's a it's a it's a fascinating move on so many levels. Not only for Kane and the Blackhawks, but definitely for the Toronto Maple Leafs and. The, the other part of this equation, like what do the Leafs have to give up if they want to bring him in, if he wants to come to Toronto? What's right. the price? Is a first-round pick at a prospect? If so, that might be something they would explore. But anything beyond that, I'm a tad skeptical. Let's put it that way. Agreed. Uh, I've got my FanDuel best bets on the other side, and one of them includes Patrick Kane. I need a big bounce back after an awful night last night. The Islanders, come on. What happened, Bo Horvat, Matthew Barzell? needed more from <laughs> you last night. But again, when you're going up against the Italian stallion, Kevin Mandelezzi, there's only so much one can do. My Best Bets, presented by FanDuel, next.